listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Hayley Fraser McKenzie is the managing director of Pacific Harvest, a New Zealand own and run business that supplies a variety of high quality edible seaweed products. In this podcast episode, we talk about moving internationally and buying an established business next steps taken and the repositioning of the brand. This episode is a great insight into an established business and then shuffling the goalposts to align with a refreshed vision. Hi Hayley, thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. And you're based in New Zealand. Whereabouts in New Zealand are you? In Auckland. In Auckland. Wow. How's everything yeah. over there? Well, you know, we're just, I think we're a couple of weeks behind where you guys have been. So we're just sort of hitting the um, the COVID high at the moment and trying to navigate on our way through that. But yes. otherwise, the sun's shining and, yeah. you know, all, all is good. Excellent. Excellent. So before we kick talk about your business, I'd love to hear a bit about your backstory because you haven't always been in New Zealand, have you? No, no. Um, I'm originally from Zimbabwe and um, come from a family of, uh, my grandmother was, uh, she ran a nursery. My dad was a farmer. Um, He exported fresh cut flowers actually from Zimbabwe up to Holland. And whilst at university, I did my thesis on export and sort of exporting from a small country to a bigger country and sort of international growth and things like that. And um, worked sort of finished uni, went off to London to do the OE, which ended up being a 12-year stint and um, never thought I'd leave, but really loved my time there and got involved in big uh, corporate media companies, and which took me all around the world and it was a fantastic experience, but it just left me a little bit sort of um, dry from a on a personal level, didn't really sort of great experience, great learning, but didn't really fill the cup. So since... Uh, we emigrated to New Zealand and really since we've been in New Zealand um, now for nearly 16 years, I've been mostly focused on either community-based um, uh, initiatives or not non-profits. Um, I'm actively involved in the community of, you know, where we live anyway. Um, but I, I think I've become increasingly interested in that sort of social entrepreneurship, environmental um, businesses that had something more than just a, kind of you know of course we all need to be profitable to survive uh, particularly in this climate but um just something that had a little bit more and and that's sort of really what brought me to seaweed right um two and a half years ago now so incredible so when you when you moved internationally to where you are now um yeah. your family you've now got two teenage children correct three three, three. Yes, one's to start at university, one's in his last year and one's coming up through the middle of high school. Okay. So we're right in the teenage zone and yeah, same. surfing the way. <laughs> I've got two boys and they're oh, yeah. year 11 and year 12 and it's like oh. the full thick of it these next yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you then went on to purchase Pacific Harvest, which we'll talk about today. That that. Yeah. Been going, am I correct in saying that company had been going for 20 years when you purchased it? Uh, just coming on for 20 now. Um, right. So it was about sort of 17 or 18 years old yeah. and um, really had its roots in that sort of nutritional 
community of naturopaths and um, herbalists who were buying you know seaweeds to help their patients mm. um, and they had made some inroads into the um, health food channel and mostly in New Zealand um, and a little bit online that that was a developing channel for them so the couple we bought it from were actually retiring and they'd been doing it for sort of 17 years um, before and so yeah when we bought it it needed a little bit of a refresh and you know we had we moved everything out of Excel and into the cloud and so there was quite a lot of back-end sort of tidying up and cleaning, modernising and just introducing a bit of process, which has actually been a godsend as we've gone into COVID. Um, and it really enabled us to work remotely and um, kind of navigate some of the challenges that have come along. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit like buying a house, isn't it? You you buy yeah. it and then you remodel it to suit you and then you take yeah. off. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm interested because the fact that you've bought an established business, was it up for sale in a way that other people knew about it or was it through contacts that you heard about it or how did you come about hearing about the sale and then purchasing it? Um, yeah, so um, my husband has a food background and he was actually um, just finishing up where he'd been working and had a passion and love for food. Um, so I was actually searching online for something that I thought he could do. <laughs> Um, and he, uh, we came across this business and I, at the time I was working for a trade development agency in New Zealand, um, New Zealand Trade and Enterprise, which I absolutely loved. And that sort of gave me a lot of exposure to um, companies that were exporting plant-based products um, internationally. And um, he, we just thought at the time it was sort of probably better suited to what it needed was probably better suited to um, the skill set that I had been developing. So I, although I loved working where I did, I sort of made the difficult decision to leave because I felt like I still needed to do something and be active and involved in a business directly rather than helping. I mean, I loved helping other businesses, but I still needed to do, not just listen and learn and advise. Um, so, yeah, the plan was that I would be the person involved with the business and he would be on the sideline but recently he's become increasingly involved and it's been fantastic because he's an accountant and he just has all this food experience and knowledge from his years and in international food businesses so it's been hugely complimentary to you know have the sort of passion that I have with the seaweed and the more of the marketing side and he's brought that sort of finance and um, real rigor around pricing and you know, oh, just a, a, much a more partnership. commercial. So yeah, yes. The both skill sets that you've both individually got, you don't like to do those other things. Like most people that are like you are like, I don't want to do the numbers. I have no yeah. numbers. So that's quite good he's there. And he'd be the same about, about what you do. He would probably have no interest. Oh, he he, he definitely has an opinion on everything, yeah. which oh, is quite okay. good. Well, I'm not those. <laughs> There you go. So, so you make a really good partnership. All right then. So you purchased the business. Um, yeah. You've done a brand refresh. What else have you done since you and got the systems and processes modernised? Yeah. 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 So when we bought the the business, there were sort of 120 SKUs and it was very really sort of rambling and we had every seaweed under the sun and not a lot of them, long tail and a lot of them were sort of two sales a year, beautiful seaweeds, but not a lot of mainstream interest. And 
the business had really been set up to teach New Zealanders how to eat seaweed, whereas our vision all the, from the beginning was to bring New Zealand seaweeds to the world. Mm. So it was sort of a really different mindset. And um, there were a couple of things that we needed to get sorted straight away. One, the big, um, big one for us was a packaging refresh. As as you mentioned, we refreshed the branding, but at the same time, we also um, got we're trying to move away from plastic. Um, particularly for people who like to eat seaweed because they tend to be more aware, more environmentally conscious that a lot of the uh, a lot of them are actually eating seaweed because they understand the credentials, the environmental credentials as a food that it brings. And so for us to move away from a, a single use plastic was essential. Um, and that was quite a challenging project because seaweeds are actually hygroscopic, which means they absorb moisture. So you need to have a, a moisture barrier to get your food safety compliance, but you can't use compostable because it doesn't have the moisture barrier. So it was quite challenging and we wanted, if, you know, if we couldn't make it totally recyclable, we wanted it to be reusable. So it needed to be um, attractive and um, we needed to upgrade the quality of the information that was on the packaging so people understood what to do with it. Um, so it was a really big project and, you know, we did that at the same time as sort of arrange a skew rationalisation um, to just tidy up the range and we introduced a couple of new products as well. So that, that took us through most of the first year while we were um, just getting our heads around, as I mentioned, updating the back end. So we, you know, we put in inventory management, we put in, we moved, of course, from MYOB to Excel. Not I, I don't know anything about MYOB, I'm not complaining about that, but we just wanted it to all work together. So our website, the inventory system, the Excel, everything's kind of seamless in the back end. So, you know, minimum uh, interaction, um, minimum double handling in the back end to get the orders out the door. Yeah. Um, and really during that time, just sort of trying to build a team that um, had, you know, complementary skill sets and learning as well because I mean seaweed's absolutely fascinating and to for us to sort of quickly come up to speed and learn and I, I feel like I will never learn everything there is to learn about it it's like a whole new world open to me mm -hmm. um, but all that product knowledge and um, you know that we were lucky we had that IP in the business that have been built up over 17 18 years um, but just being able to absorb and digest some of that content was, was really took up the first year. I bet. I bet. So just talking about the product range, correct me if I'm wrong, we've got the actual sea seaweed, what do you call it, flakes? Is that how you would describe where you actually uh, yes. Yeah. So the raw, raw seaweed is um, obviously the leaf format, the full leaf. We're, all of our products are ambient, so we... They're all air dried and um, we, you know, we don't refrigerate anything. You can just rehydrate what you need. Um, so we sell it in that kind of leaf format and then we provide some other formats where we um, mill it into powders and flakes and we also create blends. Um, we have a salt range. And so, yeah, really just a one-stop shop for a range of sea vegetables um, so in the same way that you might expect to go into the grocery store and see a multitude of colours and flavours and textures in, the, in that sort of veggie aisle, 
that's what we want our website to be, you know, a one-stop shop for everything that you might need to want to eat when it comes to seaweed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What what would be the best sellers or what is the full range? So we've been quite lucky, actually, when we first bought the business. There was just one really strong performing seaweed, um, particularly many Australian customers um, love Atlantic Dulls. So we had lots of um, customers just buying one seaweed, but certainly mm-hmm. over the last 18 to 20 months, we've really seen uh, a wider acceptance of a range of sea vegetables, and that was really our intent. Although Atlantic Dulse is still very popular, um, we, you know, in the same way that you wouldn't just eat carrots if you were a vegetable eater, you would eat a range. It's the same with seaweeds. We want to be eating greens, browns, and reds seaweeds which all offer different nutrients and different flavors and textures yeah so um yeah so um i guess we'd always like to um offer the local seaweeds um as a priority not only because it's great to support local but also the carbon footprint um of importing and exporting not all seaweeds grow in this part of the world so we do import some seaweeds um and and some seaweeds we can't actually access at a food grade level because they have to be harvested and processed and dried in a certain way to meet the higher standards of a food service of a food business. Mm. So um, we've increased. So we've got dulse. I'd say um, Irish moss, nori, wakame. You know, there's a whole range of of seaweeds now that are um, regularly being ordered rather than just the one. So I feel like we're, you know, we've done a good job of broadening the awareness of the range, mm. um, and also not letting people just think about seaweed as a one, as not one topic. It's as broad as you would say vegetables are. You know, there's fifty or sixty options, um, and depending on what you're looking for. For someone like me, which I would say is the average seaweed con- consumer, I would find that quite. Mm overwhelming because I'm like there's there's the main ones I know of but the other ones I would never know of I, unless I've, I've tried you know like unless I ran into it sh- t- testing yeah shop or something as a result do you do a lot of taste testing or do you do things to yeah. you know, educate and help people sample things yeah absolutely um it's been a bit challenging through COVID because many stores didn't want us in store. Yeah, sure. Um, but we did a lot of that when we were able to get in store. Uh, we've gone to, you know, the food shows and the vegan shows and um, done lots of sort of event, bigger events. Uh, we also are quite active online, um, really trying to deliver educational content about seaweeds. Um, I always feel, you know, once you understand what it is, it's a no-brainer. Um, you know, it's, I don't need to sell it. You just, I just need to explain what it is. Um, and we also do quite a lot of um, more on the B2B side with our customers, our food shops or naturopaths, nutritionists, who all are very highly knowledgeable about their particular subject area, but they might not have as much seaweed knowledge. So we, we do sort of webinars and um, just bring some of the seaweed perspective to them so that they can then make the decisions about where that might fit in with their customers and which products would suit them because they are really quite there's some seaweeds that are more of a culinary experience like a sea spaghetti 
and others which you would eat more um, like, you know, at the moment, I think dulse is actually a culinary experience as well. But in Australia, most people are eating it as a health food because, you know, it's so cleansing and nutrient-rich, but actually it's known as the vegan bacon and it's beautiful in anything that you would put bacon with if you're plant-based. You know, there's so many things that you can do with dulse. So um, depending on who we're talking to, we find the content and the educational kind of messages are quite varied, mm. um, which is which is great because it kind of, um, the other thing that's fascinating is typically Asian consumers are much more familiar with seaweed because they've grown up eating the seaweeds, whereas I'm obviously not originally from Asia. So for me, I'm quite new to seaweed. So um, the my understanding, and when I speak to a Chinese or a Japanese or a Korean person, their knowledge is so incredible. I mean, they're asking me where it's been harvested, what have we tested it for. The, the level of understanding is just so much deeper and it's um you know great because you just learn so much from those sorts of questions absolutely do you have a lot of your sales coming from your website or is it mainly through stockists or how do most people find out you know purchase your brand yeah um we are well increasingly um australia has become a really important market for us so we we have a distributor with two distributors in australia now who are um, servicing the health and gourmet channels. Um, we Our website is definitely a, an area of growth for us um, and we ship to Australia every day and probably to the US and or Europe every week. Oh. Um, and then obviously New Zealand, um, we're mostly, we haven't sort of gone in deeply into that supermarket space yet. I think it's still uh, an area, um, it's growing and certainly if you look at um, in the UK and in the US, the big supermarkets, the Tesco's, um, Waitrose, they've all got a seaweed offering. So it's coming, but mm. we're just a little bit behind yeah. um, where the where the bigger markets are. And um, we're starting, you know, we really have our roots in that sort of health and wellness channel, which is, I think, the right place for it to be because a lot of people do come to seaweed because they're looking for increased nutrients or they need that mineral content that's missing from our food today because our soils are depleted. Yeah. What are your main channels for marketing? So there would be online presence through social media, Google, yeah. do you use Google AdWords? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, Google um, and Facebook. We haven't been very active on Facebook, but we're getting a bit more organised with that. Um, also, we uh, market through our partners. So we work with GoBiter in Australia and um, through the GoMag um, offerings that they um, have in store, we're able to um, deliver m more of a sort of educational uh, view on exactly what the seaweed does, how to use it. And so those have been very effective for us as well. And as I said, that sort of B2B uh, aspects, I'm into, I'll be going into um, naturopathic training colleges to teach yes. naturopaths who are training in nutrition or naturopathy and just giving them a bit of perspective on seaweed. Yeah. With the sales that are coming from the US and the UK, how how did they hear about you? 
Well, I think this is the benefit of um, an e-commerce business. You know, you can just sort of um, be anywhere and everything's at your fingertips. So um, just today we shipped some order, an order to a customer in the US um, and um, I have no idea how they came across us. It must have been a Google search. Um, but, we, you know, we've shipped to Russia, we've shipped to France, we ship all over the place. Um, not not every day. Every day is Australia and New Zealand, but um, you know it's it's definitely. I think there are a couple of pet companies around the world who are into seaweed, who are sort of specialised in seaweed, and there's not a big group of us. So mm. they obviously see something they like online and and are able to get what they need. Yes, that's the beauty about as you say e-commerce. It's like you your yeah. reach can be absolutely huge, which is really great. Yeah. 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 So what are you most excited for in the coming year? Um, well, I think I've got a trip coming up to Australia, so that's very exciting. Excellent. Because that is very um, exciting. <laughs> it is very exciting. We haven't we haven't been able to travel for a while. So. so when you when you go back home will you have to quarantine or how's that working? Uh they just cancelled it today actually. Today? Yeah. Yeah, so um, if we're New Zealanders travelling to Australia, we don't need to quarantine right. on the, on return anymore, yeah, which okay. is awesome. That's good. Um, but, I, yeah, I think for us we've been on a big journey of kind of transformation and change, so our focus on doing fewer things better and getting really clear on what our customers value. Um, we're really fortunate we've got um, customers who give us a lot of feedback mm-hmm. and um both anecdotally and kind of you know just calling us up to express you know their amazement or their what if they're grumpy about something they I love it I think the more we get of that the more we learn absolutely Um, and so we always welcome that um and I think yeah the year ahead is really just steering the ship um through these COVID recovery times and the good news is lots of people are becoming increasingly aware about their nutrition and um, being more proactive about what they put in their mouth, being more educated. And, um, I, you know, seaweed is, we are quite, um, I don't want to sort of make any claims here, but touch wood, none of us be, have got COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we eat a lot of seaweed and I, I think there is something in that sort of preparing your body, having the minerals and nutrients and vitamins that your body actually needs that we just don't get from land-based plants. Mm. So when it comes along, you just have that immunity and that you have that defence system in place. Not yes. to say we yes. won't get it in the future, but, no, but it helps. I think it I think help. nutrient-dense foods yes. play a big role in actually keeping ourselves well. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you mm. see your role changing over the couple over the next few years? You know, as as the the business becomes more established in your way of running. Yeah, definitely. And you know, so we're uh, at the moment uh, recruiting. We've recruited recently. The last three people we bought in have all had either chef, they're a chef, or a nutritionist or a naturopath. Right. Um, and that's been amazing because it just adds a whole other level of, um, you know, uh, depth to yes. what we're saying. Um, and, 
Yeah, I I definitely think I I don't know if anyone would match the passion I have for the product. Just I probably at the moment I'm the one who's read the most, and I'm just yes. blown away by by it. But um, definitely would see that that will evolve as time comes and as as our business moves into new areas, into new channels, and into new markets. Absolutely, yeah. All right. So where can everyone find Pacific Harvest? So we are online, obviously, on our website, um, pacificharvest.co.nz. Uh, we are available through all GoBinder stores and also um, any an increasing number of other stores uh, that are into health and wellness and nutrition and also the gourmet kind of grocer channel. Um, we've just excitingly started working with Healthy Life uh, we've got some other online platforms coming on board, like Whole Life, um, and um, oh god, there's quite a few of them at the yeah. moment. Just going through the the range. So, we we our mission really is to make it easy for people. So that sort of omni-channel presence in the places where our customers like to shop, not with the whole range, but they should be able to find us with a quick Google search. Um, either local to where they are or online. Amazing. Hayley, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much. It's been great to talk to you, Alison.